Sean. What's poppin', people? And our guest host and comedian this <laughs> week, Sabrina Contreras. Yay! Hi! Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us. Um, so every episode we like to start off by asking the question, what are you excited for bef- what are you excited before? Well, that's what we used to ask. And I think we're gonna we're gonna mix it up a little bit this week and uh, we're gonna start off with uh, a, a new topic, which is you know, our mental health portion. So fucking let's get into it. Yeah. So Malik, go ahead and uh, introduce our first topic. All right. Our first topic is um relapsing that's something that i'm sure uh, a lot of people on the path to uh sobriety slash recovery have experienced oh yeah and um i've had my own experience with that uh very recently and so i want to open that up for us to talk about hell yeah dude all right well uh i guess as far as my experience with relapse is uh i don't know i had I think that, you know, you start off with a reason that you're doing something, and then I guess along the way, the thing I always like to say is the greatest trick the devil ever played was convincing us, I can handle it this time. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Someone owes someone a soda. <laughs> Not sure. Well, I always felt, too, like there are, there's, like, a difference between your sober brain and your addict brain, and the addict brain is very clever, and tries to tell you, like, certain things, like, oh, it's a reward. Oh, it's just socially. Oh, it's just this time. And then that sober brain is the voice that's like, yeah, but every time it's just this time, doesn't it last a little longer than just this time? And it's it's easy to try and justify that, you know, like what Zane was saying, like, it'll be different this time. Um, but to try and, like, really take a pause and go, is that for my better, like, interests? Like, is, is this actually going to help me in the long term, or is it just, like, a short-term solution to something I'm feeling right now? And that's usually what happens when you kind of, like, relapse and fall back in is, like, it'll be different this time, or it's just this once, or, you know, I, I just want to fix this thing real quick. And then it's very not fun and pretty to look back on your pattern and go, yeah, but every time I open that door, that one opens, and then, oops, a daisy, I'm right back where I fucking started. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's yeah. like that addict brain really rationalizes the the desire to give in to the sickness. Like, oh, this this isn't weakness. This is celebration. Like, mm-hmm. you're not fucking up. You, you earned it. You deserve to feel this thing that you know is no fucking good for you to feel. Yeah. 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 What about you, Sabrina? Um, have you experienced uh, recovery or anything along those lines? So, yeah, I mean, um, I had a DUI before back in 2016. And, you know, I went through, like, the diversion program and stuff. But even then, you know, like, I would, like, occasionally get fucked up on the weekend. You know, like, I knew I wasn't going to be tested that week or whatever. Right. And um, so, like, I don't know. This is. This now I'm I'll be at ten months tomorrow. Hell yeah! Um, thank you. When it airs, it'll be ten months. Oh fuck yeah! Right. So yeah, um, so yeah, I've gone ten months without drinking. Um, and this is the longest I've gone, um, since I was a teenager. Like there were times where I would, you know, oh, I should maybe stop drinking so much. That would maybe last a week, maybe. <laughs> um and. I guess I would justify it as just like, you know, what else am I supposed to do? Like, life is hard. I'm just trying to live, you know, like I'm just trying to get through it. And so many other people use alcohol that way as well. And so it gets really easy to justify. Um, But as far as this, like I haven't had a relapse. 
Um, that isn't to say that, like, I haven't, oh, God, <laughs> like, that I haven't thought about it. For sure. Because that would be a lie. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. <laughs> um, but, you know, it seems, it's really, really weird. It seems like every time I get really close to that, that feeling of, like, fuck it. Like, who cares? Who cares? You know, like, who's going to fucking care? I get like a like an affirmation that I'm like doing something like the yeah. I don't know a couple of weeks ago I was feeling pretty bummed and that was really on my mind just like drinking and um and Josh Larson I don't know if you guys yeah. Know. yeah um he came up to me and he was just super randomly he's like hey um I just wanted to tell you like you know, you are fucking killing it. Like, mm -hmm. your jokes are so good. Like, <laughs> I'm always so happy to see you now. And, like, not that I wasn't before, but, you know, and, like, I'm like, no, I get it. I was a lot. <laughs> get it? <laughs> but, um, but he was, like, I hate to, like, say this cliche thing of, like, sobriety looks really good on you, but, like, it really does. And, and I, oh, like, yeah. started, like, crying. Like, I started, yeah. like, tearing up because it was, like, wow. Like, that's what I needed, you know? So. Yeah. No, that's, I think that's really cool that you've, you've been able to stick with it that long and, like, be able to take it seriously this time. Because I feel like a lot of the times when we first get sober, it's because we have to. You know, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, I didn't get sober because I wanted to. I got sober because the court ordered it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, totally. Yeah, so I, I think that it's it's cool. And that's, you know, and the thing is, is even if that ends up being the case later on, I think that it's really important to, you know, make sure that if you are having to be sober, that you're doing it the most authentic way that you can, you know, yeah. because there's, there is ways to get around it. I had friends that were like, I'm not supposed to smoke weed, but if I drink half a cup of bleach and then fucking <laughs> piss through a filter that I fucking <laughs> tied to my leg, yeah, then, then maybe I can make it. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I, I think that it's, it's really cool that you've, you've been able to stick with it um, for as long yeah. as you have. Thank you. Um, yeah, for sure. I think the the thing that ends up being the case um, about sobriety is that uh, oh yeah, that's is the the thing that really tests you is your worst days. You know, is it's yeah. on those days fucking where you're happy. like, man, this is I'm having a really fucking bad day. Like uh, <laughs> today, somebody offered uh, they they're like, hey, can you go buy me a soda? And I was just like, sure. And so he pulls out two dollars and a bunch of change, and then he's like comes back and like, hey, man, I'm going to switch you out. And I was like, okay. And he fucking uh, pulls out a $20 bill that's all crumpled up. And I was like, oh, cool. And then in the middle of it was a bunch of meth. And oh, I was like, fuck. Whoa. Shut the fuck up. And he's like emptying it into my hand. <gasps> and I'm just like. Oh, no. Today? Yeah, like earlier today. Yeah. And like, oh, I think, he, and I was just like, I kept telling him, I was like, nah, man, not today. I was like, honestly, today would be the day I'd tell you yes, but like, I need you to not. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, dude. it was just. What did like test from the universe? <laughs> Real. Like, like literally oh, in the fucking in palm, palm of your hand. <laughs> yeah. Like what? Yeah. Dude? Shout out to you for saying no, Zane. Like, for yeah, real, yeah. Dude. Probably wasn't the easiest thing to do in that moment. No, it did. It definitely, it definitely wasn't. And that's like, you know, that's why wow. I was really happy that you you brought this topic to us today because it's, you know, it was one of those tests of like, you know. If I do it, am I doing it for the right reasons? Is there a right reason to do math? Uh, you know? <laughs> well, someone literally you never put know. it in my hand. Yeah, exactly. So. Literally. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I did, but I did want to ask you and bring the focus back to you. Uh, I had you introduce this because I wanted uh, to just kind of understand your perspective on relapsing. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So I'll, I'll explain my perspective through this experience that I had last weekend. Um, so... A little bit of backstory, just a little bit of context. I was dealing with some things. Work was difficult. I was dealing with this love situation that was also very difficult. And I was just like, my stress level was very high. And I don't believe I was aware of how high my stress level was. And come the end of the week, you know, we, we had a really great time. Um, recording our episode that we did over the phone um, with Reese's Pieces. 
<laughs> that was a great time. And I'd, I'd felt like on the surface so satisfied and just grateful. And I felt like there were so many things to celebrate that night. A friend of mine was having a birthday party and um, we we like met up at a bar and it was like super chill. Um, I don't have any issues with drinking. That's never been like something that is problematic for me. But smoking weed was the thing that is definitely like my my vice, like the thing that always brings me trouble. Um, And so it was like I felt like. Um, this is a safe space. I have so many things to celebrate. Um, it's been almost nine months, August or what, what is it? What's next month? What is it? June, June 4th would have been my nine months sober and well, not sober. I'll say clean from weed. Let me be specific. Yeah, I should probably start saying that, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's be clear. <laughs> I think I actually did say sober from alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You hear me sober me- from meth and alcohol. <laughs> right, right. I smoked a bunch of weed and did a bunch of coke yesterday, so <laughs> very important to specify. So, At so, least you know your limits. <laughs> so the, the night took us, you know, into some folks leaving the bar to go, like, smoke a joint right outside of it. And I went with them, not because I was like, oh, I want to hit that joint. But I was like, oh, well, these are the people that I've been vibing with for the whole night. So I'm going to go out there and continue to vibe. And they pull out the joint. And it was like all at once I felt myself reverting back to that um, addict, you know, the one who just really, really wants to get high and so they they pull it out, they spark it. And I was like, oh, I might actually want to fucking like take a couple puffs of that. Or like, oh, whoa, no, like you don't don't feel like you have to. And it's it's interesting because them saying that I didn't have to almost like reinforced me wanting to. You don't want none of this. That's that fire, baby. <laughs> Maybe if they would have been like, hey, hit this man. Yeah, you'd be like, no, nah, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, exactly. But like, no, I don't want any part of that. Mm-hmm. It's not your choice. No, no I, I can make my own choices. No, dude. <laughs> I'm like, is that that. You're like, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> For sure. That's how I would get fucked up. People are like, Sabrina, you've had too much to drink. I'm like, watch me, bitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Three more. <laughs> no, 100%. Let me get a shot. <laughs> so, you know, that my self-talk, I, I convinced myself like, oh, I just have a lot to celebrate. This is a safe space. I'm with good people. It's almost been nine months. I have a completely different relationship with weed. Mm. And that is actually something that I've told myself in the past several times before I actually quit, where I'd put it down for like three days. Mm. And then I'd be like, oh, I have a different relationship with it now. Mm. So let me just go right back to exactly how I was using it and act like it's any fucking different. Mm -hmm. Um, Honestly, that's a that's a really good way of of putting it. You know, it. Like, it kind of just goes back to that, you know, the devil convinces us that, you know, like, I can handle it this time. Mm -hmm. And it's, I think the reason that I quit in the past is because I know that, like, the person I want to be and the person I am are so fucking far apart that it's like, that's, that's my reason for quitting. And then I say to myself, like, oh, I would never be that person again. And then you end up fucking being like, oh, yeah, no, this is different. And it's like, it's not different. And even if it was, like, why would you gamble with that? Like, why would you right. even throw in the potential to to not be somebody that you want to be after you spent so much time working to not be that person? Yeah. And it's, like, so different for everyone. And it's, like, in The Matrix, I always love the scene where, like, Neo goes to meet uh, the the gal that, like, tells... What the fuck? Uh, the oracle yes and then uh mm-hmm. she's like that sign it's it's uh it's latin and it means know thyself and i think that's important too because you might have different struggles than someone else but that just because someone can smoke weed every once in a while doesn't mean that that works for you just because someone can drink occasionally and for celebrations doesn't mean that's you mm-hmm. and yeah. to like remind yourself because i've definitely taken breaks from drinking and been like i feel so much better now i can just do it to celebrate and then i celebrate one night and then i'm drinking the next day and then every fucking day is a celebration and i'm mm-hmm. like oh man celebration <laughs> for making it through the fucking day <laughs> i gotta know myself <laughs> yeah. not about what this bitch does it's about what i do <laughs> yeah. there's always something to celebrate but it's important to find a way to celebrate that's not toxic mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sabrina, is there any uh, the wrap wrap up thoughts you you want to leave us with as far as like sobriety? 
I mean, I all I can say is that the last 10 months have been filled with just like almost nothing but positive like happenings. Like it's it's fucking magic. Like I feel so clear and just like I I guess what I'm trying to say is just like how impactful um being sober is and that's I think that that's something that I hold on to also when I have these thoughts of relapse like I I don't want to have that like foggy sad anxious um angry mind anymore Mm. you know like I love this so much better and I feel so like in tune with my life and like the universe Mm -hmm. yeah no I definitely I really like what you said about just kind of looking at all the blessings that you've gotten because you've taken that step and being like you know what like that's it's not something I want to fuck off shit wouldn't have happened actually yeah honestly honestly yeah so I, I respect you a lot for that Cool. Um, so that's our 15-minute mark. And let's go ahead and move on over to our next topic, which is something I would like to talk about, and that is uh, passive aggression. Do you want to talk about safety? <laughs> 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 yeah. I guess. Oh, Zane, that's a transition. That's effort. a really great topic for mm-hmm. you. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening. Help. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, no, no. I, it's 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 a really interesting topic, just because um, I think there's there's so many different levels and layers to it that it's <laughs> it's it's I don't know. It's 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 a difficult thing to talk about because I've noticed that if you're trying to explain passive aggression to somebody, you sound like a fucking crazy person. <laughs> you're like they said that you know somebody who likes Cheetos and I like Cheetos, so like <laughs> it's like now I I sound fucking insane and insecure. Yeah, paranoid. Uh, yeah, Dude, yeah. Paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's definitely like just one of those difficult things to to you know even even address. You know, it's like I I feel like a lot of times when I'm just like, hey, can you not be passive aggressive? Uh, it just signifies to the people that you're telling that to that it's working. And uh, it just, it doesn't feel like it most, more often than not, it doesn't feel like things change. Um, And that's my experience. So I kind of wanted to go around the circle and see like what your experience has been with, you know, either doing it yourself, having it done to you. Um, Let's start with those two and we'll work from there. (laughs) Um, I feel like a lot of passive aggression, like uh, it comes from like people who don't want to be mean so then they end up being like extra mean on accident or secretly or whatever so like i i don't like being a bitch but i am like a direct person so in like the workplace i had to kind of like toe around stuff and i always knew that like i got a better response if i was just like telling that person hey do it this way or like hey like just just addressing it in the moment but in relationships, I've done that too, where it's like, well, I don't want to come off as mean, so I'll just hold on to it till it boils and I mm-hmm. fucking explode. Mm-hmm. And then I'm really fucking mean. And it's like, okay. So I think there is like a little bit of grace with passive aggressiveness because like I've been there, but it comes mm-hmm. from like, I don't want to hurt that person's feelings. I don't do it because I'm trying to be a sneaky, mean bitch. I do it because I don't want to be a bitch and I end up being a sneaky, mean bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so if I see someone who's like not really like speaking their mind or being kind of passive aggressive like in the workplace, I'm just like, what like what is it? What do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. Like like just be direct with them. Be like, hey, I see you. I know you're stressed out. Just tell me what you want. I'll mm-hmm. do it. But like we can't do this like this weird thing where, where I no guess one I'll really just do knows. everything Dude. on my own. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. So no. I can like sense when people are in that mode, and so I try and like address it um, and be better about it myself because it it sometimes people are being passive aggressive because they don't want to hurt your feelings or they feel like you know and you're doing it anyways, which most of the time they aren't aware. Mm-hmm. So then it's like everyone thinks the other one knows what's going. I don't know. It just becomes mm-hmm. this weird like fog of confusion of like why is no one fucking so saying confusing. what they mean and so it's very confusing. stressful. Yeah. What uh, What about you, Sabrina? What's uh, What I guess has been your experience with it? Um, I feel, I feel like definitely in the workplace. I'm definitely not saying that I have not been passive aggressive, but I, I don't know. When people come into your workplace and they're like, or coworkers, like, I feel like I'm dealing with that right now where people <laughs> come up to me and say, oh, hey, 
let me know if you have any questions. And then I ask them questions. And then they go to someone and be like, Sabrina's asking me a lot of fucking questions. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, I just started here. Like, what do you want, dude? What Good, you're do asking you questions. want? It's like, that's how I learn. Like, and yeah. then And then it's like, emails being sent like why was this done like this and it's like dude you're fucking you're 70 feet away from me you can fucking walk (laughs) over here and talk to me like a normal fucking person well for real i think the the most you're almost 40 yeah (laughs) i think the most frustrating part of it is that like most things can be cleared up if you just talk to me about it you know but it's the fact that like the communication stops but like you're communicating to me that there's something you don't like without giving me the the ability to communicate back the you know like my side yeah it's really just childish like it's you being a fucking child and that's what i was like I was thinking, you know, there are definitely times where I've been passive aggressive and I feel like that's something that like as I have matured, <laughs> um I'm just like, hey, I'm going to talk with this person and see what the fuck the deal is because otherwise, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like yeah. the last job Absolutely. I had to the preschool job, doing? they would send these group texts that was like you're all doing a great job, but like one person, I don't know who yeah. did this one yeah. thing. So could we all just be careful about that? It's like Starts talk with, to the uh, one ends fucking with Amanda. person. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, why are we getting? Just text me, bitch. Like, <laughs> why are we getting these group messages on our day off about Mm-mm. shit that like one person did? Just go talk to the person. Why well, don't we single them out? Well, it's better you do because now we all know who you're talking about. Literally, and that person feels called out. So then it just creates this more toxic layer in so the environment gross. of like we all know it's her. But you didn't talk to her, and she knows it's her. So we're all just like, I don't know. It's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, that is so bad. What uh, What about you, Malik? What's uh, What's been your experience? Oh shit. Um. Well, of course, lots in the workplace, lots in just like different interpersonal connections that I've had. But I think, um, one experience of passive aggression that to me was like, it was passive aggression. It was gaslighting. It was maybe light, like, uh, stereotyping slash micro-aggressing. This motherfucker, and I'm going to spare you all the details of this. It's a whole fucking thing. But this dude pretty much told me, like, you, I don't know what it is about you, but you, (laughs) that's how you know it's great. Oh, my God. (laughs) I don't know what it is about you, but you have entities that are attached to you and I don't want to be your friend because of those demons and because you're not doing the work that you need to do to get, or sorry, to get those entities away from you. But if you do want to get those entities away from you, then you $1, have $1, to... Entity be gone. <laughs> oh my God. If you if you do want to get these entities away from you and you don't want to spend six thousand dollars, <laughs> then you have to do this fucking spiritual practice that I learned on a YouTube video that works oh for me. So I'm just like, hey man, I get that you're concerned. Like I guess I can understand you. you're concerned about <laughs> whatever's going on with me. I'm not a person that taps on pressure points to solve my trauma. That's not how that's not my process. I make music, and that works for me pretty fucking well. And it's so like buy my CD right now. So it was like this person clearly just had beef with me, and essentially made it my fault that they don't like me because I have these entities. But what you what you could have said if you didn't want to be like passive about it, just say like, I don't like the way you talk to me. I don't yeah. like the way you make me feel like there. Here's a concrete example of what happened that I'm reacting mm-hmm. to versus just yeah. like, uh, your general essence is troubling. Yeah. Like, what, yeah. do you, what do you want? Yeah. Uh, tap on your forehead. No, nah, I'm not going to fucking do that. I'm yeah. sorry. Not for you. Yeah, that's that's that, that's definitely I don't know. I, I think it's interesting that like. That people just kind of like resort to that because it's like <laughs> it's like I don't understand. It's like if are you fearful of my reaction? Yeah. If you were to be like, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm fucking I'm I'm trying to say something without saying something. It's like yeah. I like are you afraid of taking responsibility <laughs> for your actions? Yeah, are that's you? What- 
It's like accountability. It's like yeah. Just be fucking. I got <laughs> I got fired from a <laughs> a salon and spa, and they told me that I wasn't polished enough. Like my like I didn't dress polished enough. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Because I have like greasy hair sometimes. <laughs> like, is that what? I'm pretty you're... sure that shines, which is what is polish that... does. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm actually very like, polished. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what are you? I'm yeah, sorry, just... but the way you wear your glasses isn't oh doing it for God. us. You're gonna have to step it up a notch. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's I I don't know. It's it's to me it just mm-hmm. seems cowardly. You yeah. know, where it's just mm-hmm. like just own it. Well, and I think I think the thing that's most affra- like most frustrating about it is just like like you said, Sabrina, is that it has to do with accountability. It's like I'm willing to take accountability for my actions, mm-hmm. but you won't take accountability for your words. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. that is the frustrating part. Yeah. yeah. It could be solved so quickly with just a fucking chat. Like every like no one I don't think that the majority of people want to piss other people off. Like yeah. You yeah, know, honestly. it's just like people sometimes don't, you know, jive right or whatever. Well, but there's solutions. Yeah, I I you think know? that most problems come out of like a desire to communicate and an ability and an inability to do it the way we want to. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know? totally. Or even just That's why you should learn zodiacs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for real. <laughs> but also, maybe it's not the way that we want to. I think that I had to learn a lot of this too. Is like. You have to communicate with people how they like to be communicated to. Mm-hmm. So I can talk to someone how I like to be talked to. And they might be like, wow, you're being a lot. Mm-hmm. But then someone might be like, I want you to be very light and fluffy and mm-hmm. sugarcoat it and roll it in sprinkles and then give it to me. And I'm like, bitch, I don't like that. And I'm like, but that is how you like to be talked to. Mm-hmm. So at the meat of it, there's still something I'm telling you, but I'm saying in a way that you can, you feel safe when I say it. Instead of me mm-hmm. being like, stop doing that. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Mm-hmm. Right? I would love if someone said that to me. I would laugh and go, okay, how should I do it? But yeah. like, not yeah, everyone yeah, likes yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, uh, I definitely like what you said about meeting people where they're at because that's something that we talked about with Zoe Schwartz where it's just like, yeah. I think it's more important to meet somebody where they're at and then work from there than it is to try to expect them to be where we want them to be and then upset yeah. that they're not, you know, mm-hmm. just because you would be respectful to somebody else. Like, I think that's just an important lesson just in general. It's just like the way that you would interact with the world isn't the way that the world, you know, wants to interact with you, you know? And like, yeah. it takes a lot of understanding to to kind of be like, you know, just because you're nice doesn't mean everyone's going to be nice to you. Just because mm-hmm. you're an asshole doesn't mean everyone's going to be an asshole to you. You know, there's definitely cases in both situations, you know, for, yeah, for both sides of that. So, um, yeah, I definitely think that it's it's... <laughs> Yeah, it just takes a, some understanding of like people are trying to communicate something, mm-hmm. you know, which is like Always. which is fine, but mm-hmm. you know, like if if you open up a direct line of communication to be like, "Hey, like let's talk about it. Let's handle it. Like what's going on? What yeah. what are you thinking? What are you trying to say? What the mm-hmm. fuck, you know what I mean?" And they're like, "That's where the gaslighting comes in, where it's just like, "Oh, okay, like now not only um, am I able to, not only am I unable to address the com- the conversation, now I feel like I'm fucking crazy mm-hmm. for fucking thinking it, you know? Oh, like, they God. really, they, they go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, that's so true. Like, should I have done that? Yeah, <laughs> should yeah. Should I have done it like that? Yeah, for real, for real. <laughs> well, it's just, but, it's, yeah. it comes back to the, the communication thing where it's just like, there's there's a desire to communicate. There's a desire to communicate on their side, whether it's like fucking, you know, it's like chores and it's just like, mm-hmm. you know, like if you're trying to say, hey, clean the thing, but like you're not saying it, and you're like, hey, somebody doesn't do chores. <laughs> you know, Your wish just wasn't dirty. It's a yeah. little, yeah, exactly. That's what I was going yeah. to say. Dude. This microwave's really fucking filthy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, do something, dude. Like, let me, let me guilt trip someone into doing what I want yeah. them to do. But like, just... Mm-hmm. Look deep in your fucking self. And it doesn't even have to be that goddamn deep. Just like, this is what I want. This is how I feel. And I'm just gonna say that. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That That's a place I can... So, I hate the saying where people are just like, oh, you know... Just ask, like, what's the worst you can hear? What's the worst you can hear? What's like, no, it's like, what's the worst you can hear? No? And it's like, no, not no is not the worst answer you can hear. Nothing is the worst yeah. answer you can hear. Mm. Because I can't work from nothing. No, at least I know where I stand. But fucking no answer? It's like, okay, where yeah. do I go from here? So, I, I don't know. I think that it's 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 kind of our responsibility to, like, make sure that, like, if we don't know how to communicate something, that we find 
you know, find a way to talk to people because all of our problems are interpersonal relationship problems. That was something yep. that I read in a book. And I genuinely believe that, yeah. that yeah. all of our problems are based off of our interactions with other people. If you think that you're fat, it's because you see somebody else and they're skinny and mm -hmm. you're like, oh, well, I'm not as blank. You know, it's comparisons. It's yeah. Mm -hmm. There's there's so much that goes into our interactions with other people. I think that, you know, finding a way and understanding how we communicate and how we can better communicate is extremely important. Yeah, and it's okay to, you know, try to communicate something and then you kind of, like, fall short in a certain way. But as long as you're, like, genuinely attempting to say, well, openly trying, yeah, to, to say what needs to be said and have it, to, have it be communicated... Uh, you really can't go wrong. The only way you can go wrong is if you decide to be indirect, to dance around it, because then, like Amanda said earlier, it's going to build up and you're going to fucking blow up on someone for, like, the smallest thing yeah. that you just didn't say. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I do ghost people, though. <laughs> That's fine. It's, there's nothing more direct than not communicating. Like, <laughs> if they don't get it, that's on them. That's next week's episode. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> dope, dope. So uh, we are going to do the joke break. Um, I know. You guys are probably loving the, loving the order. Uh, thank you, Sabrina, for the suggestion. She was like, yo, I think that'd be a good idea. Fucking A. We're killing it. So uh, we're going to do a, the joke break. For the record... We're uh, reading from these cards from uh, called Let's Get Real, Bro. I found them online. They found me online with targeting ads. It's like, uh, hey, are you a sad man? And I'm like, fucking click and am buy. I? Yeah. Yeah, am I ever? Holy shit. Boy, yeah. oh boy. Finally something for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, they have these really cool cards. We go through them. Uh, we've been going through them the last couple weeks. Uh, this week's question, though, is here we go. Oh, what the fuck? Uh -oh. <laughs> what? What are you currently addicted to? No. <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. Dang. Damn, they got Where real, bro. Start. Holy yeah, shit. They got real. All right. Um, well, I guess I can go first. Uh, crystal meth. No. <laughs> you take it from I, that guy. I did. I did. Um, but I'm glad we get to talk about it now. Uh, pocket no. full of meth. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think I would be this sad if I was on meth? I'd be fucking, I'd be killing it. <laughs> hey, can I help you guys clean your house? <laughs> Um, to everybody's chores. Uh, so oh I, I don't know. Currently addicted to something I guess I'd like to do less of is uh, smoking weed. I think that's something that I definitely like to because it's, it's something I enjoy doing. But there's definitely points where I'm just like, this isn't helping. You know, like if I'm already an anxious person who thinks everybody hates me, I don't think going into social <laughs> situations super high is a good <laughs> idea. Um, you know, and I, I think it, it takes a, a, a certain amount of just honesty, which is why I respect you a lot for, um, you know, being able to take that out of the equation for yourself. Um, you know, regardless of relapse, just being able to take that out of the, the situation for yourself. It's, it's one of the things that's like, no, it's not addictive. And it's like uh, any mind state that makes you feel better can be yeah. addictive. Mm. You know? It's like oh, you're yeah. addicted to the feeling of escapism. Oh, yeah. I was going to say that, too. I yep. know. That's yep. why Hell I said yeah. it first. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, that's I guess that would probably be uh, and fucking work. Work is the other thing I'm addicted to. I Capricorn. Yeah, is it? Is it really? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, they're like the fucking workers. That's so funny. Money. Yeah. Money. Yeah, <laughs> dude, for I'm tired, which means I'm doing things right, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> it means you're doing them wrong. That's um, funny. But yeah, yeah, I'm, a, I'm definitely addicted to work. I think that, like, I don't know sometimes, like, how to handle not being busy. So I just, I busy myself with things that maybe even I don't necessarily want to do. Um, because I just fucking hate being in my own head. And, you know, work is like yep. the thing where you can kind of justify it. You're like, oh, I'm getting something done. It's like working yourself to the fucking bone, you know? Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's a weird one to be addicted to, too, because it's not, you know, it's, at least, if I said I was addicted to alcohol, people would be like, yeah, alcohol is awesome. Work is not. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm addicted to meth. Meth is pretty cool, you know? <laughs> Done enough of it to be like, yeah, it made me feel good. Work does not make me feel good, but somehow I'm like, I'm I need to. I'm addicted to work, nerd alert. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm addicted to doing math problems. Yes, nice. I'm addicted to doing math. Math. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess those, those would be mine. Uh, let's go around the circle. Malik. Oh, cool. I was going to volunteer. Um, <laughs> I am addicted to pleasure. 
Pleasure of all sorts. Um, obviously, my main addiction is weed. I'm also uh, aggressively and unapologetically, but also sort of regretfully addicted to sex. Um, but in general, you know, it's not necessarily the act of the thing that is the addiction. It's the addiction to like always feeling, um, stimulated in a way that feels joyous or, you know, just generally pleasurable. And, you know, it's again, that feeling of escaping reality. It's, Mm -hmm. it's like life is fucking hard and that's super cliche, but it is. And I've trained myself to, for better or for worse, to just always value things that feel good. And I think that up until a certain age, just a couple of years ago, the best things that I had ever felt was sex and drugs. Very accessible, very, um, you, you know. should try rock and roll. Oh. <laughs> We're all sitting there thinking it. I'm actually glad you said that, Zane, because it's it's sex, drugs, and it's also hip hop. Because and not just listening to it, not just learning about it, but like I will literally get home from work around like 7 p.m. and then I'm up until like 3 or 4 a.m. working on my music. And it's not I'm not working on it because I'm like oh, like, this just feels like I'm just so happy doing this and this is what I need to do. It's like, I can't stop until I've reached this point where I've gotten it all out. Um, In a similar way where if I was to spark up a fucking backwood, you know, I'm not going to stop smoking the backwood until the backwood's gone. I'm not going to stop smoking weed until I fucking run out Mm. Um, or run out of money, whichever the fuck happens first. Um, and so I, I would say I'm addicted to pleasure in general, uh, to be more specific, sex, weed, and, uh, hip hop. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Sabrina, talk to us. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I, I am addicted right now. I feel like genuinely just like in love, addicted, obsessed with fucking comedy. Mm. Like, I, there, there is nothing, like, there's nothing that, like, makes me feel happier or, like, like, I'm meant to be doing, like, any other thing than, like, comedy makes me feel, you know? And, like, I'm always fucking chasing that shit. Like, chasing that, like, feeling of, like, just like belonging or or you know finding it cuz i feel like that's something that i always like obsessed over when i was younger is like what am i good at like what the fuck and my brother was always so good at everything he ever tried and i was always just kind of like yeah like there's sabrina and um and yeah just like the the feeling of like wow i fucking found it um, it just like I like crave it. Um, but in addition, what? Sorry. sorry, did you did you know that it was that for you? Like in your first beginning? time doing comedy? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, there it it's just a marriage of like every single thing I've ever wanted to do, which is like I love writing and you know storytelling and stuff like that. I love being in front of people. Like uh, fucking look at me, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> and like laughing, laughing and making other people laugh is like my favorite fucking thing. And you have a very wonderful contagious laugh. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah, and then I guess uh there's another thing that I feel like has come with um just being sober is like feeling like I am addicted to like processing like my feelings and being like what is this feeling because for so long I had all these feelings that I was just like shoving down and like just getting all fucked up and like whatever and and I had no time to like process them and so now I'm like when I thought that I was upset about something I'm like actually I'm fucking pissed about that you know like um, so yeah, I'm, I guess I'm addicted to just like rediscovering myself right now. That's a healthy addiction right yeah, there. Yeah, that's awesome. Shit. That's how it should be. 
Um, well, <laughs> I have an addictive <laughs> personality. Um, and for me, alcohol was always the gateway. So I've never <clears throat> smoked weed and wanted to do harder drugs. Mm-hmm. I can get drunk and be convinced to do some dumb shit. Yeah. Um, but comedy was definitely like something that I got instantly addicted to as well. But I had really bad stage fright. So alcohol was what made me kind of get over that in a sense. But then I had to have alcohol to get comfortable. And then it became this hand in hand. So if I was ever not drinking, I wasn't funny. And then it kind of like lost myself in there. Um, but then during the pandemic, I realized like maybe there's something deeper there. Uh, and I was like, I think I'm addicted to like, when I'm sad, it's, I'm addicted to, to escaping. So I get what you were saying to Malik, where it's like that escapism, that pleasure, the instant gratification, you get addicted to that. Uh, when I'm like feeling sad or depressed or anxious, but like when I'm feeling good and like up, like I'm addicted to just that feeling of love, not oh, just God, like, yes. yeah, not just people loving me, but just like everyone supporting each other and mm-hmm. that community and that sense of love. And sometimes I've tried to use substances to find that feeling, mm-hmm. uh, to chase that feeling oh, when yeah. it's like it's always there. And that's really scary to try and go at it sober. But it is possible. I know that we've all had, you know, our, our struggles with addiction and finding what makes us happy. But again, like. Another big lie uh, is that you can't have blank unless you blank. And I don't mm-hmm. think that's fucking true because there's definitely been times where I'm like, I can't be funny unless I'm drunk. I can't feel love mm-hmm. unless, like, these things happen or I know this about this person. But to, like, not have conditional love and just be in that moment and be enjoy being around people and being a human and having messy emotions and, like, yeah. accepting people no matter what, I think that's probably the most beautiful thing in the world. So yeah. I would like to focus my addiction more to that. <laughs> oh, I love. Yeah. No, I, uh, I I appreciate, Sabrina, that you that you kind of brought up, you know, like like positive addictions because yeah. I feel like those that's that gets less of a focus, you know, and I think that there's things that, like, we can, we can kind of focus on being addicted to because... Uh, I can do this. Uh, there's things that we can kind of focus on. <laughs> the dog barking. Yeah, the dog's addicted. Yeah. It feels so good. Bro, bro, bro. Protecting my human. But yeah, I just, uh, you know, I, I think that there's there's things that can be seen as negative questions that we can reframe more positively, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and we can kind of focus on the things that we want to be, you know, we want to spend our time on. We want to... Because I, the thing that I always hear is, like, if you have an addiction uh, and you want to get rid of an addiction, you have to replace Wait, it with yeah. another addiction. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. is uh, which is extremely yeah, strange. There's not a lot of things fucking... that they're just like, yeah. hey, the best way to stop doing the thing is to do the thing, uh, but differently. It's like, yeah. what? No, <laughs> totally. Another way that we could Lift look at it. <laughs> another way that we could sort of reframe addiction is, like, what are you passionately focused on? Because, you know, obviously you could be passionately focused on smoking weed or drinking alcohol or doing meth or... Fuck yeah, be, you can. <laughs> <laughs> or you could be focused on making people laugh and having community and building, like, healthy, uh, productive relationships. It's yeah. like... Yeah, that's... You know um, what I mean? I fucking love Because if we, yeah. like, we replace addictions with another one, usually it's just, like... The less harmful one, yeah. you know. Yeah, I but quit what if smoking you... weed and started smoking cigarettes? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But what if or... you replaced it with a positive addiction? Yeah, mm. you know. And like, well, I'm gonna focus on this. I love this too. What if I pursued this as hard as I did getting fucked up? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know. Well, it's like I always see yeah. people. Um, I always see people. Uh, like when they quit doing things, they get like addicted to the gym. And I always think yeah. that that is mm. so interesting mm-hmm. because like they like, respond. Go Dude, they respond <laughs> not going to the gym the way I respond to not having a cigarette. Like, yeah. if they, you get cranky as fuck. You get cranky dude. as fuck, and it's so They're funny. Like lifting the milk jugs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm desperate. Come here, I'll lift you. <laughs> Let me tell you, I've been trying to actually get into that flow because I was there for like a minute. Yeah. And then as soon as I nice. recognized that, like, oh, this is a thing that I'm doing, every single thing in my whole fucking being is like. Nope, I'm just gonna kick it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's like, and I feel like the way that I've kind of gotten, I was able to to quit smoking or smoke less at least was uh, going to the gym, you know. And it yeah, like it, it was so weird because it's like I would go, I would work out, and then I like I wouldn't want to smoke. You don't, yeah, it's, and it you was the weirdest like fucking high, thing. You like do, it's weird fucking high. weird. Not a high that you want to top off with a cigarette. No, 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 no. Yeah. no, not like I don't get out of the gym and I'm like, oh man. <laughs> 
Which you think you would. Which you think you would. That would be the I one need time. I a cigarette after yeah. that. Yeah. Man, all that getting healthy makes me want to kill myself. <laughs> and have the black lung special. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, but, yeah, funny. so I, I think it's it's definitely something worth, you know, worth looking at is that, that you know, there there it is possible to have healthy addictions, um, you know, and not, not so much focus on the things that are, like, killing us or the things that we're not as stoked about, you know, uh, doing, I think it's it's easy to to look at the things that you know. What's what's something that you can replace this with? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's healthier. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, we're at our last fifteen minutes, and this usually goes at the beginning. Mm-hmm. If you're paying attention and you stuck through, which I think you did, because this has been pretty fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is where I ask the question: What are you excited for? All right. Sabrina, do you want to oh. be the first one to answer it then? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, so I'm excited that I, um, I you know, been all about, I was talking earlier with um, Amanda and Malik about, like, manifestation, and I went to this, like, Mexican botanica thing, and I got this oil, and it's for, like, prosperity and abundance, and I fucking put that shit on my hands because it's like, all right, I want it to come to me, you know? And um, that day and then the next day, I got booked on three shows. Holy shit. <laughs> Talk that so, shit. So, yeah. I'm really Literally fucking, greased your palms. Literally. And... <laughs> no, it fucking just landed right in like a... That's cool. You got some more of that? Yeah, so, for real. I do, and I would be, I would be very willing to share. Um, <laughs> But um, so, yeah, I'm and there there are shows that I've kind of like, you know, I've seen them. And I'm like, Oh, man, I really want to be on that show. And all three of them are are like that. Hit so you up I'm, at the same time. Yeah, like, dude. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Hey, man, that's so, proof, proof, proof. I mean, what else? Yeah. What else can you say? And I'm also excited for the fucking sunshine. Yes. yes. Yeah. Now it's been extremely. Motherfuck, dude. When this plays tomorrow, it's going to be the rainiest day. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Please, God. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully they, uh, yeah, no, hopefully hopefully you enjoyed it yesterday, I guess. Um, Yeah, no, those are two uh, extremely, extremely cool things to be proud, or excuse me, to be excited for, just because I think that, you know, with the prosperity thing, like manifestation, it is really one of those things where it's just like, you know, the things that you focus on are the things that you bring about, you know, and I can definitely say I've seen that in my own life. So it's, it's always cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I can definitely say that I've seen it, you know, in other people's lives where it's just like, well, I mean, (laughs) <laughs> that dude who's thinking constantly negative isn't getting a bunch of stuff. Uh, I can't surprise. say. Yeah, <laughs> surprise. Well, yeah, it's like, you know, it, yeah, exactly. It really isn't. But it's, it's uh, you know, it's definitely an opportunity to, to kind of just, you know, make sure that, you know, you're focusing on the things that you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the sunshine, I think you just made that because it was like a sad day today and then you made the sun come out and <laughs> we're all fucking, we're all set. And it's, I'm, I'm excited for it as well. Yay. Awesome. All right. Uh, let's go with Amanda this time. Um, I'm kind of in a weird tra- transition where I'm pretty much unemployed. I'm studying for a new job. Uh, I also am just, like, trying to remind myself that I'm in a good place as far as, like, of course I have a lot of debt. <laughs> I'm not answering my phone. <laughs> but um, I'm in a place where I can kind of, it almost feels like a, I'm in a cocoon right now, and I hate it sometimes because it feels messy. I've been, like, had my depressed days where I'm just sleepy or just eat a lot or just feel like shit, but then, like, I know what I want, so trying to focus on that manifesting instead of feeling bad because I can't change where I'm at at this moment, mm-hmm. but I can focus on what I want after this so to actually use it as, like, a transformational time in my life instead of being, like, you're just a fucking loser. It's like, girl, mm-hmm. have you ever had a time in your life where you could just chill like this besides, like, the quarantine, you know, and uh, I don't know. I, I'm trying not to let, like, the overwhelming stresses of debt and all that get to me and instead just focus on what I want to do and know that I will, I, I I want to have the life that I want and being sad about not having it won't get me there. So to just accept this is where I am now, but focus on, like, I will get there. Deep breaths, mm-hmm. be kind to yourself, enjoy the time while you have it, and when things come up, like, I know that I'm ready to 
bust my ass to get what I want. I'm just in that weird, like, I feel like my hands are tied a little bit. So I'm trying to just allow myself to uh, metamorphosize into a fucking butterfly. Oh, yeah, baby. (laughs) It's tricky to find that balance between, Mm -hmm. like, accepting what is and also desiring what you need uh, to move forward or where you want to move forward to. So I definitely feel where you're coming from. Yeah, it's tough because it's easy to, like, feel bad you're not where you want to be. But, like, Mm -hmm. I can't. I can't be there now. So why am I taking away from the present being mad? I'm not where I want to be because I'm not going to. And I always said this too, like with comedy or like any entertainment, let's say you want to be like a famous rapper or comedian. One day when you get there, you will never be able to go back to now. So I will never be able to be this sad cocoon person ever again. And that's a good thing. So even though it sucks right now, like to be able to go do things without having the stress of, you won't be able to go to an open mic or, you know, like go to wherever you want if you get the goals you want and the success you want. So mm-hmm. enjoy it now because it'll never, as long as you're moving forward, things will never be the same ever again. So even if it sucks, just enjoy it and accept mm-hmm. it. And we're also fucking young yeah. still. Like, yeah. dude, like, yeah. I don't think that we're supposed to have all that shit right now, yeah. you know? Like, Probably squander is, it. <laughs> yeah, like this I is the time. <laughs> this and is progress the time is for not struggle. linear. You know? <laughs> a lot of times moving forward looks like uh being still and like moving side mm-hmm. to side. Yeah. You know, progress isn't just straight ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely I, I I appreciate that perspective of just kind of, you know, appreciating appreciating where you're at because it's like there was a point where like I wish I could have done more. You know, I wish I was doing more. And like now that I'm doing so much, I wish I was doing less. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm definitely I'm extremely grateful for everything that I am doing. But at the same time, it's like, you know, I wish I would have appreciated those times where I had more free time with friends. I had more free time for family. I had weekends where I could go visit my family. You know, there's there's definitely just like a lot of stuff that, you know, now that I've I've gotten busier, I, I wish that I would have. And the thing is, I'm. If I'm doing things right, I'm only going to get more busy. But that mm-hmm. is exactly the reason why I should appreciate everything I have right now. Because yeah. like you said, there's going to be a day where I don't have it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, Malik, uh, go ahead and um, go ahead and keep uh, keep talking. That's keep that was talking. the best. Keep that was the talking. best transition. <laughs> Sounded demanding. Tell us what you're excited. Yeah, about. that's what I meant. I am. <laughs> I am excited for after uh, this episode. I believe uh, we're going to all hang out for a little bit, eat some food, talk some shit, um, have some sort of downtime together, which I've been um, really wanting to have, especially like I don't feel like an outsider, but I recognize that I haven't had as much time to get as close to my co-host as I would like to be. But taking a step in that direction today, and I'm super excited and then after that, your old pal Zane is coming over to the belly of the motherfucking beast. If you don't know what that is, tune into my YouTube channel, Malik Rayshawn. I'll tell you all about it. And uh, we're going to do some music stuff. Not entirely sure exactly where we'll go with it, but we're going somewhere and I'm looking forward to it. And um, I don't know if, if I think we brought up manifestation at one point, but I've really been in a space of intentionally trying to manifest creative connections mm-hmm. and I'm excited to be able to indulge in said creative connections. Oh yeah. We're happy to have you and hang yeah. out. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. No, um, I think, I'm. I think I know. I'm really excited to kick it with you afterwards. Like, I think I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm very reserved. All right, we'll see. No, uh, no. I. What I want to say was, was that no. I'm. I'm really excited to hang out because it's a, like like I was saying earlier. You know, it's like I don't get that much time to hang out. Like if I'm not doing something, I feel like I'm not productive. It goes right back to the workaholic thing. Uh, maybe we did do this episode in the right order. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I, I very much, you know, I'm I'm constantly working. And if I don't see like something getting done, then I feel like I'm not doing enough. And so it's it's nice to be able to have friends that are also coworkers and coworkers that are Aww. also friends. Because, yeah, it's it is nice. I, otherwise it just ends up me doing all this shit by myself. And it's I've done it all by myself and it's extremely fucking sad. And it's, it, yeah. I have, you know, like I've like making music is a very solitary thing, you know, where mm-hmm. it's just like you put the fucking headphones on like. 
your partner, your girlfriend, nobody wants to fucking hear you loop that song 58 fucking times. I'm telling you that right now. If you're hearing it from me first, it's because they're too nice to tell you. Probably been passive aggressive. Yeah, somebody that keeps, she always goes to the bathroom. <laughs> somebody keeps playing that fucking loop. You're like, Shout okay. out to everyone who I've ever listened to who had to fucking sit through me recording a song in the other room. I'm so sorry, and also, Aww. no, I'm not. But thank well, you I mean, for your other musicians, other musicians and, and artists understand. You know, it's like when you're t- working on a joke and you come and tell it 50 million times. Oh you're God. like, I'm, I'm, I'm so I'm, sorry. Yeah, it's like I'm sorry, but I got to work on this. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, it's like I still I got to work on this, but I mean, yeah, just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to work on some music. Uh, yeah, let's fucking do it. I'm super stoked on it. Sick. So, uh, wrapping it up, what am I excited for? I'm excited for the new format. Um, oh, yeah, I'm excited yeah. to have had Sabrina Contreras on the episode. Yay, thank you. You are absolutely, you're somebody who I, I've had, like, just genuine conversations with, and, you know, you make me feel seen and valid, and that's that's not a feeling that you can so much get from everybody. So I'm. It really meant a lot to have you on an episode, and you know I'm excited that I got out of that that poopy mood I was in earlier Aww, because yay. it ties back into the it ties back into the having you here because it's you know sometimes you want to show up as your best self, and when you feel like you can't show up as your best self, you're just like maybe it'd just be easier if I didn't show up. But that's also the thing that might get you out of feeling like shit is showing up. So. Yeah. You know, being able to to work with people who, you know, understand like, hey, you're not there, but you're not always there. And, you know, maybe you just need a little bit of extra help today to like get out yeah. of that. It's, it's incredibly helpful. And uh, yeah, it's, it's really validating. Um, and I'm glad that most of you have seen my jokes about uh, fucking invalidating people. Um, other thing I'm excited for is uh, I've signed up. I signed up for Portland's Funniest Person Contest. Hey. Hey. Yeah, I have oh, not oh. done that in four years, so Fuck I yeah, am dude. so fucking stoked. Um, excited for you, Zane. This is my yeah. first time, too. I'm really excited, What? Too. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Let's all share our dates. What's your date, Sabrina? Um, July 27th. It's the very last day. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Wow, that's dope. That's I'm dope. stoked. That was, is this on the same show, I think you were? No, are? no, no. Mine was the 27th, and then oh. I saw somebody post it, and now I'm on the 20th. Oh, because really? Sabrina kicked me off. No, wow. no, really? no I'm just kidding. I'm you don't just want to kidding. compete with your friend, anyways. I hate that shit. Yeah. Like, Damn it, we both need to. Yeah. Go. yeah. One of us needs. Yeah. 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 Only one can. No. Oh man, I know. There so. can be only one. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, mine's mine's uh, June twentieth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I am. I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe it's July twentieth. I don't know. Just keep showing up to Helium on One the twentieth and tell me, <laughs> tell me if I'm there. Yeah. The month starts with a J around the twenty. Yeah, <laughs> twenty something. Four letters. <laughs> so yeah, I'm 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 excited for that. Um, I'm I'm excited. I got to do a show where uh, I was able to do both music and comedy. Not so much back to back, which is something I've been working on, but I got to do them kind of separately and. Um, yeah, it was just, I, I was able, it was, it's called, uh, I should just shout out the fucking show. It was called Telltale. And oh, yeah, uh, yeah great it's show. great show. Um, two of the people who went up before me were like super vulnerable. And like, I was going to do, you know, my, I guess, one of them was Kyle Adams and he did a story about uh, losing his mom and it was just fucking, it was beautiful. It was really cool to see him yeah, just like guy. do something Aww. where he just like, he knew he didn't have to be funny. And I was like... Even though, even though it still was, it was so frustrating. He's so he's just such yeah, a talented he's just person. Yeah, so funny. Um, but yeah, Kyle's great. It's a story, and you can pepper it with some, some mm-hmm. funny in there. Mm-hmm. To like yeah, yeah. But it's I just saw you know him and the person before me just be extremely vulnerable. So it it, it inspired me to to kind of talk about the the jokes that I have been working on that are more vulnerable and they aren't as worked out which was, I guess, the only embarrassing part. But at the same time, it was like I, I felt the obligation to be vulnerable because that was the thing that I said. If I ever did comedy again, um, that I wanted to I wanted to do jokes that were vulnerable because I had always just done puns because I was like, oh, well, you know, at least, mm-hmm. you know, it's a quick laugh. And, you know, if it's not good, then I'll go on to the next one. It's like, no, sit in that silence for a second, yeah. you know? Like, let, the, uh, let, your, let yourself and the audience feel that because... Mm-hmm. The joke that follows that is going to hit so much harder. Yeah. No, um, totally. So, yeah, I'm excited for all that stuff. So that has been the smoke break. Um, I appreciate Yeah, we did it. We did Yay! it. Yeah, it's we did it. Fun! I, hey, I hope so. I hope so. And that really makes me happy to hear because, yeah, I'm 
Super grateful you joined us this week. Uh, we'll definitely have you back. Um, I want to thank Amanda and Malik for being just the homies and being so fucking patient with this. I have bipolar, guys. I don't know if I've talked about it before. Uh, I know I have in comedy, but boy, uh, I do. And sometimes you just need those friends that, that see you um, for who you can be and not who you are in a moment. So mm. we got your back, dude. I always got you. We, we love you. Lots of love. Lots of love here. Lots of love. Absolutely. No, I couldn't be surrounded by better people. Uh, that has been The Smoke Break. We are here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio, as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. I've been your host, your old pal Zane, here with Amanda Lynn Deal. Bye, friends. Malik Rayshon. Peace. And Sabrina Contreras. Hasta luego.